Huh? Is that loaf? Yup. We start in Titty City where Tony Soprano Pollard was a gobba ghoul in the red zone, scoring three touchdowns. But it was all for nothing when Daniel Radcliffe Jones said, Wingardians, Livio, suck these nuts in a losing effort. Lamar Allen Jackson was hotter than a hoochie coochie, and he was singing, Pour me something tall and strong, maybe a Deontay with three TDs on the way. I'm only halfway through. But I don't care. I'm unluckier than you. The unlucky deaf boys win it in unlucky fashion with an unlucky 144.2 to 99.8. Some spread. Next, we head to UNK, where Alvin and the Chipmunks Kamara was too high-pitched for the tone-deaf Raiders defense to even register. And even though Call of Duty came out this week, Kyler was still able to land some headshots on the field. On the other side, Geno Will Smith got jiggy with it and slapped the Giants right in the face. But Chris Evans McPherson looked a lot like Captain America before he got his superpowers and looks like he 100% skips leg day. Busboy 149.6, Osh 98.4. Oh no! Next, we head to the Lincoln East Geometry class, where Christian McCaffrey and A.J. Brown were calculating the circles they were running around their respective defenses. On the other side, Nick was at full chub under his desk, but that wasn't enough to cover for Tyler Higby and Devontae Smith, who decided to skip class on Sunday. Tenny, 141.9. Z-Tech, 114.8. Ooh, Next, we head to Snyder Arena, where D-Hop was looking more than semi-pro and was smoother than Clarence downtown funky stuff Malone. And Brandon Ayuk was sweetly singing, Baby, who wants to love me sexy? On the other side, Derek Carr looked worse than a washed-up Ed Monix, and I don't think any team would trade a washing machine for him. But the good news for Will is... Dick Pepperpeeled would always say, I've heard a lot of women prefer smaller penises. Lighting says SMIC in dominant fashion. Swag, 134.9. Phil, 106.1. Standing on a corner, Dr. Loaf of Minnesota. Such a fine sight to see. DJ Moore, my lord, with the 60-yard score, but still lost because of penalty. Lofi Sloan's father put you in your rocker and put you right to sleep like you would for your own daughter. That's Quavo. Loaf wins it, 136.6. Luke, 113 point something. It's time for another Archive Stat of the Week, or should I say Stats of the Week, because after my brief absence, I'm bringing you three quick ones. Contrary to popular belief, we are doing much better than the industry this year. Either that, or we just typically suck at fantasy football. Because we are averaging our second highest point total per matchup in league history this year with 111.9 points. We blew up in 2018, averaging 119, and we hit a record low last year with just 105 points per matchup. 
So this year appears to be solidly right in the middle for our record books, but it just happens to beat some of those other middling years and comes out as number two all time. On an even more positive note, we had our fifth highest point total in league history last week with 124 point average. Had Esto and Osh been able to score just two more points, then it would have been our first time in league history where all 10 of us hit 100 points. The 1,240 points last week was still 103 points short of our league record, though. And finally, Osh now leads the league in points allowed on the year by over 30 points to second place. So you can officially say that Osh is the unluckiest fantasy football player in the world. Coming in at second place on that list is actually Jonathan Estadillo now, but he, on the other hand, is not so unlucky. Because although he's giving up a ton of points this year as well, his 50-point points for deficit has somehow led to a 5-3 and three record. To put that into context, Jacob and Trevor have 40 and 60-point advantages on the year over their opponents, respectively, and yet have worse records than Johnny. All right, that's this week's Cochrane Woods Archive Stat of the Week. What's going on, cheese balls? Welcome to this week's podcast. And this week's podcast is the one and only loaf taking over. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the next few minutes of Loaf's sweet, sweet vocal pipes. And, uh, you know, we're just going to, you know, we're just going to take stock of the league. We're going to go through a few things. We're going to take some notes. We're going to hit some highlights. And that's pretty much it. We're not having any guests. I'm just going to soak this all in and, and take it for what it's worth. Um, so some housekeeping items first. Uh, we, we go to Loaf's Lock. I feel like that's a great place to start. Um, five and four on the season. Uh, not great. The last week, the pick couldn't have been more wrong. Uh, the Raiders looked like um, the Huskers playing against uh, NFL team. I'm um, not sure what happened there, but uh, I think we have a certified banger this week. Uh, I am really high on the Dolphins, minus five this week. So uh, bet the house on it, bet the mortgage on it, bet your child on it, uh, and I promise you won't be disappointed. So uh, five and four this week, but hoping to turn things around, go six and four, and help you boys win some money in the process. Um I also think it would be nice to revisit the Blackshirt briefing and just 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 take stock and laugh at how stupid Luke is. And I he just glances over it because I'm sure it hurts when it's when he's hosting the podcast uh because it's his money and he's basically paying the winner out of his own pocket. Um and you know, I I couldn't be more honored to take Luke's money. I mean, it, it already feels good, but winning in fantasy football and taking Luke's money at the same time, it just it just doesn't get better than that. So let's really just kind of soak in the stupidity that is Luke Vols. Um, you know, next thing, let's just move into the news and notes around the league. So, um, Unfortunately for a lot of teams, but uh, John in particular this week, um, the the Titty City workforce just went on strike this week. Um, absolutely no one is working on Sunday this Sunday for John. Um, 
so John had to go to Mexico on the waiver wire and find guys to just, just bodies. He just needs bodies in the lineup right now. Um, you know, some of these players, I don't even know who they are. Uh, some of them, you know, just just guys you really don't want in your starting lineup, much less, you know, wide receiver one and two. So, you know, that's tough. Um, and uh, this year, the trade lines have just been interesting. You know, we got a lot of big name trades around the league. Um, first of all, uh, CMC just looks better in golden red. I tell you what, he just looks really good in that 49ers uniform. He really fits into that that offense, really fits in. And, you know, the I just, I, he just looked bad in a Carolina. It, it sticks out now. It really sticks out. The Carolina Panthers low-key have just terrible uniforms. Um, so I think they need to revisit the color scheme, revisit the uniforms. Um, but he just looks, he looks better. He looks faster. Um magically he's not injured um so i know tenny likes his his panthers but uh things are bad when your best player's pretending to be injured so he doesn't have to play for you so that's not good um speaking of the <clears throat> of guys moving um to a better place hawkinson moves to the minnesota vikings the home team uh so hawk is coming home <clears throat> and I couldn't be more pumped about it. I think Kurt Covens will just serve the ball up to to Hawk in the red zone. And, you know, it just, it really makes me, just makes the pants feel warm. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, James Robinson gets another crack at a starting job at the Jets, also on my team. Don't know how I feel about it. Um, I was really trying to hold on to him and hope for the best and I'm not sure going to the Jets is the best but hoping that he can actually score a little bit um and then Jeff Wilson um a stash by lighting uh to the Dolphins is kind of a low-key nice little nice little toy that lighting is gonna have to play with so um you know we can talk about lighting some more but um, lighting has found some life, um, insert OBJ pumping an NFL football in the end zone. I mean, this man has turned it around and I really like what I'm seeing. So good for Trevor. I'm happy that, um, he thinks he has a chance. Um, and I look forward to that chance being taken away from him. So good job, Trevor. And, um, continue doing what you do, I guess. Um, yeah, anyways, so, uh, moving on, um, Osh, um, just continues to crumble, I mean, poor guy, just can't, can't buy a win, can't really get over a hundred each week, and, um, I don't mind it, um, uh, he's won it a few times already, it's nice to see him at the bottom, and I mean that respectfully, but not respectfully, um, yeah, so, Osh, you can stay at the bottom, that's all I care about, um, Z-Tech's kind of a little, he's a notch ahead, he's a rung ahead of Osh, um, but still, I just, you know, I, I have a feeling it's going to be Osh this year, and I'm really looking forward to Osh attempting to throw a shot put, um, that just, that really makes me happy, 
um, again, a little arm in the pants. So, um, and you know, I think this is a good time to remind the league that um, if this league is built on one thing and one thing only, it's that you have to win. Um, and we say it every every week on this podcast, but I'm not sure why it, it just doesn't seem to register with Osh. So I'm just, Osh, I need you to take this to heart. This league is about winning. So I'm going to have to ask you to, to put your big boy pants on, get out of bed, and try to figure it out. Um, so yeah, that's just kind of the news and notes around the league. Um, <clears throat> obviously, Osh and Sammy are on the the track watch or whatever we're calling it this week, or comedy watch. Um, watching them try to score each week is a comedy watch. But anyways, we'll we'll move on. Um, so we're halfway through the year. I know it's it's kind of a sad time because we take stock of you know where we're at. Um, we realize that our time with fantasy football is finite. Um, so I think it's a good time to do mid-year grades. So I'm just going to go up and down the league and see, you know, give a, give a grade out, give an honest reaction to where I think everyone stands. Give them an honest grade. So we'll start at the top um, <clears throat> with yours truly. And I'm going to be honest. I'm giving myself an A. And I think the key turning point to this A team was getting Devontae Smith, or not Devontae Smith, Devontae Adams. It's really allowed us to score more points because wide receiver was not not a great core when we started the year, but having him there really helps. So if we stay healthy, we'll be fine. Got some injury-prone guys, some guys known to miss some time. So if we can stay healthy, um, I feel good about an A. <clears throat> Next, we go to Will. I'm giving Will an A-. Will's got dudes. I mean, this guy hunts the waiver wire like Jeffrey Dahmer hunts black gay dudes. I mean, he is just on top of these men. I mean, Kenneth Walker, Stevenson, Goat, Goat Steven Goat, whatever we're calling him. He's He's picked up these dudes and just insert into lineup. He's He's got depth. Um, Keenan Allen is coming back. Um, he's lost some, you know, high scoring matchups, but, you know, overall I give Will an A minus and, you know, being, he'll be in the playoffs. I, I, it, it's, you know, Lucas said it before, if trends continue, it's his ear to win. Uh, next at the number three position, John, John gets a B. He's just a solid B typical John team. Um, in typical John fashion, he just hits the bipocalypse this week. I feel like it happens every year. Um, it seems almost intentional, and every year we get a screenshot of John's lineup, and it's either all injured or all on by on one week, and it just so happens that it's this week. Um, and we're kind of everyone in the middle um, is, you know, fighting for a win, fighting for some separation, and and this right here, the core of the season, the last half is really where you want to separate yourself. Um, and John, you know, is just having a tough week this week. If he can squeak it by, I mean, that would be incredible. 
uh, but we'll see what he can do with that. Um, next, into the standings here, Nate. Um, I don't mean any of this personally, Nate, but I just I think your team's a C plus, and I know you may not feel that way. That's just what I'm what I'm seeing. It's a lot. It's a lot of boom or bust. Cooper Cup's getting hurt now. Um, you know, you got those big scoring weeks, but you also, you know, have some some average weeks, some below average weeks, um, and you've lost some high scoring matchups. Uh, but I just don't think this team has has the depth or the legs, especially at running back and tight end, that to to you know fight for a playoff spot. I think you'll be right in the mix, kind of at the end of things. So uh, we'll see if that shakes out. <clears throat> Next on the list, uh, Tenny. Tenny gets a B. Uh, Tenny has some dudes. Um, definitely, Christian McCaffrey has found new life in a new spot. Uh, I know that pains him a little bit because it's from his favorite football team. But, um, you know, I think Tenny has, you know, almost under underscored, uh, underperformed this year. And I think, you know, he's got Josh Allen moving He's got Christian McCaffrey. He's got Debo. You know, he's just got some dudes, some big names that are capable of putting up some numbers. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Jesse in the depths of the playoffs later on this year. So he gets a solid B. Um, no surprises there. Uh, next, we get Trev. Trev gets a C plus. Um, he just turned an F. You know, everyone thought this team was an F. He turned it around. Uh, to a passing grade. So good for you. Um, you passed your, your quiz, um, which is surprising because I know your students aren't used to used to passing. You're not giving out a lot of passing grades because you're a mediocre teacher. Uh, but congratulations. In fantasy football, uh, you have passed the first half. So try to do maybe, you know, a little bit better in the next half. Uh, but um, I don't know. I just don't see Lighting's team in the playoffs at the end of the year. So C plus. Next we have Sloan. Sloan gets a C, uh, trending down, and I see wide receiver problems in the future. And you know, I think, in my opinion, Sloan's had some unlucky breaks. Uh, the panic button has been hit. He's lost Javante Williams for the year. He's traded his number one draft pick um i wouldn't be surprised if he sent everyone else out some feelers um to see what he could get back trying to um recoup some some value in his players but uh mike mike williams being hurt is just it's terrible and he just does not have a lot of depth at wide receiver so sloan gets a c jacob you know jacob gets a c plus and he's got a solid core of guys. He's got he's got Kamara. Um, I forget who else he has. But he's got a solid group of guys. And just absolutely no help beyond that, though. Um, just not a lot of depth. And, you know, I just... I don't know that he's got the legs to make the playoffs. So, um, Jacob gets a C+. Sorry, I don't know your roster that well. Not fully prepared for this. Don't care. Uh, next, we have Sammy. Sammy gets a D. Uh, losing Chase hurts. I mean, you build your squad around that guy, but uh, that's just just sucks to see what was 
such a good team at the start of the year become what it is today. And that's a loser. But if if we do know one thing, it's that Z-Tech has a tendency to just start sucking and just, you know, kind of flake on us. So, you know, we all shouldn't be too surprised that uh, when it comes down to fantasy football, when it comes down to showing up for events, that Sammy just doesn't show up. Um, so, Sammy, you get a D, you, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Uh, and then Osh, Osh gets a D as well. Um, not an F yet, but we're not, we're, we're not in the safe zone either. Uh, we could turn to a failure. I, I'd give it, you know, three, four weeks before we can really crown Osh a failure this year. Um, like I said before, um, Osh, I like seeing Osh at the bottom. It, it warms my heart. It warms my pants. Um, and it's good to get some new colors at the top in the playoffs. So Osh, Osh, you get a D and I like it. So those are the midseason grades. I don't make the rules. I don't give out the grades. Those were the grades that were handed out to me. Um, so if you have any issues with your grades, please, uh, send all of your complaints to Luke's, uh, message box and he would be happy to get back to you. Uh, good luck to everyone, but the person that I'm playing, who I don't know, I think it's, it's Jacob. So good luck to everyone, but Jacob. And as always, fuck you guys.